Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, what is going on? And welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I am Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com, the co-executive directors of Vibes. To my left, Bridget Flores, Julio Matarosa. What's going on? It's another solo episode. Solo dolo. That's how we roll. Yeah, that's how we roll. That's how it is. How we roll. I mean, this is three in a row. Three P. Three in a row. Yeah. Three P. Yeah, yeah. Um, what have y'all been up to though? Uh, Bridget, I seen you were at a complex con last weekend. How how, how did that yes, go? Yes, sir. Um, believe it or not, this is the first time that I've ever attended complex con. Have you guys been before? Uh, never, never. Never. Oh, okay. So it was my first time. Um, super dope. Um, shout out to one of my coworkers who hooked me up with the ticket. We were able to get another ticket as well. So me and Jess went out there and. Um, we had a great time. We weren't able to do the two-day, uh, but it is a two-day event, Saturday and Sunday. We attended on Saturday. Um, we waited, I think, almost an hour and, like, 15 minutes in line just to, to get, get our in. wristband. That's crazy. And then That's on top crazy. of that, you have to go and make line to get in. But luckily, by the time we had to go to the second line to get in, uh, there was no line. Um, but, yeah, it was packed. Like, when I tell you, and this was us showing up at, like, one got in like around two forty-five, three, and um there was the line still wrapping like blo- like i would say like it felt like a block from where the the event was which is That's just nuts. just to That's say wild. how yeah how yeah. how popular it was <laughs> i know um but i will say that it was worth it i we showed up walked in and it was super dope i was telling jess that it felt like this is like our disneyland as grown-ups like mm. this is the type of stuff like you wait in line for right. this is the type of stuff you go and like you do a whole day out of yeah um it was super sick there was just so much of everything so much fashion culture music vibes swag um limited edition things a lot of celebrities were out there it felt like um just like the epitome of what complex stands for and like mm. the culture behind it um it was super dope i had a chance to see a lot of different like i've seen i think the best part too was that i got to me and jess were talking about how like we got to see people there that we haven't seen in a while or that we just like bumped into but also people that we know that have built their brands and are now like running their their brand so like for example get a rodeo this is the first mm. time that Ooh. they were out there so that was super dope to see their installation um the installations are amazing like people are so creative and we're yeah super because it's like a two-day event it's like your one in a lifetime chance to showcase your brand to people that maybe fly out here to go to Mm -hmm. these events and we were talking to a few people who had installations and they were saying that it takes a lot like it's crazy like you're running off of like little to no sleep but it's worth it. Um, it is tiring, obviously, but it's just like you could see the effort that's put into it. There's just so many different installations like I could share, but um, some of them that like come to the top of my head are, um, there was a really cool one. I think it was called, the brand was like Slow Jams and they were like literally had a, the whole DJ setup, and they had the vibes, like all oh, the R&B. Yeah, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. 
And not just the big four, Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Yeah, I know, I know. I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, yeah. They, they were sick. They do like a bunch of like uh, vinyl shows mm-hmm. um, out here in like the arts district. I yeah, think, too. yeah, it was super dope. They had they had the vibes that they had the R and B music. Y'all yeah. would have vibe there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels so it feels so fun and like it just you want to buy something because like you want to be you want to take that vibe mm-hmm. that memory with right. you and I feel like that every installation had that kind of feeling like in their own way. Um, it was really cool also because there was a lot of there was a few soccer you know footy um, installations as well so that was cool to see i think um there was one that was from new york i think it's like socrates or soccer t i'm not Mm -hmm. i might be chopping up the name but that was one and they were like branding some of their uh kits that they have there was um, uh, la galaxy was there um they did the ops is there (laughs) uh they did their thing or whatever um but it was cool because as you're there like not only is it just like installations it's there's so much going on like music's playing celebrities are popping out left and right um they have panels going on they have q a's and they have those going live for people that aren't there to see and then they have music artists performing and there's like a skate rink rink Mm -hmm. in the back and there's like a thrifting store in the back and then there's hella food. It's just insane. Like I'm telling you guys, when I say it's like a Disneyland for us, it's like literally that. It was super sick. Uh, but the thing that stands out to me was, uh, there's a section, there was a section called Soul to LA and um, a friend like of mine- Soul, like Korea Soul? Like Korea, yeah. yeah, like Korea Soul. Soul to LA and my friend was telling me that it was like um, this guy, I can't remember his name, but he uh, brought a few Korean brands out here to to have to pop up their installations, and it was just literally like different booths off from Korea. And one of them was Over the Pitch, which yeah. is a yeah, soccer yeah, yeah. brand based in Korea. And they had all their collabs, and I got to talk to the guy who oversees um, Over the Pitch and another korean brand that was there was like a golf one Mm. and it was just super dope to see like the community there and like there was like so many people just like showing up and you're just like whoa like this is out in korea and like you have it out here in la it was really really dope Mm. it was super sick and it was just a vibe and i would definitely want to do it again next year I think we should go next year. All right, yeah, Who knows? Maybe we see more footy culture out there. I don't know about that one hour wait, though. Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pull up with the media pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll figure something badges. out. We'll make, no, no, we'll make badges. Like, yo, we can't wait in this line. Look at this badge. Like and then hey, but they I, won't. You yeah, know, they have no choice but to let us in. Yeah, That's, I think. you know who I am. If you if you <laughs> act like you know where you're doing and then like you know, gonna, then they're gonna be like, yeah. Bet. Nine times out of ten, they'll be like, yeah, okay. Or or you know what we do? We come with a ladder. Have yeah. you seen that? Like yeah. people let you anywhere. Oh, They'll let you no anywhere. If you just have a ladder and like a hard hat and a, and a vest. We'll carry the little like, you know, the belts that have all the yeah. tools. No, like speaking of Disneyland, like people got into Disneyland without no having a ticket. Way. They just had a ladder and they, they let like, them in. They're like, we're here to fix some So I feel like stuff. that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a move. That's the yeah, move. Yeah. Hey, we you invest in buying a ladder and you leave it at Disneyland or you leave it at the event. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. That's, that's your ticket in. Yeah. <laughs> no, granted, we did get there late. We got there like at one thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I never show up late. But, yeah. but like, it's crazy how like just seeing like just on Instagram, seeing how much like the presence of the of these foodie uh, foodie brands like it's crazy that 
all how, how it went from like NBA players using basketball jerseys now to soccer vintage soccer jerseys being part of the coach yeah. which you wouldn't see it back then. So this mm-hmm. is great seeing how the sports is growing, how all this soccer is coming to the U.S. is helping the uh, soccer space grow from if I mean uh, soccer. Uh, uh, conventions that are happening all right. over the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I, I'm enjoying how the, how much is this, this sports is growing in the U.S. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we just did a feature on on the site on on Laundry, which is a uh, like a vintage sports store located in, in Portland. And one of our contributors, Evan Taylor, he works there. And um, he was talking to the owner, Chris Park, um, Chris Yen. Sorry, Chris Yen. And he. Um, no, I mean, no, no. and he was basically saying when they first started in 2017, it was mostly basketball focused because I was they're based in Portland. I was the year. I think the Trailblazers had a good year that year. They, they might have went to pretty deep in the playoffs. Um, but then, you know, what year? 2017. I think that might have been the, the, the year that they went to the conference finals against. Oh, when they did a little step back on Paul George. Uh, it might have been that year and it might have been. I'm not sure. I'm not. In, I'm not. In, Side yeah, step. yeah. Yeah. The the the, the Dame time original. Um, mm-hmm. But he was saying how it evolved from, you know, being basketball focused. And then as soccer culture started to grow after the 2018 World Cup and a lot of things um, started to, you know, move it became a lot more soft, like a lot of their stuff that they have, you know, they have a you know, really good selection of Arsenal jerseys, you know, um, they have the Liga MX jerseys there. So he, he said that, you know, you could just see the shift in the the culture in what he was selling and what was selling at the store. So, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 cool to see. And, um, you know, who knows, maybe next year we'll be there. Hopefully they'll be, um, as, as we get closer to 2026, you know, um, more and more brands. I was, I was talking to, um, um, our guy Neron at, at the Concept Club, uh, they do a bunch, they're based in London, they do a lot of, you know, really cool, uh, um, you know, concept jerseys and, and they make their own, you know, uh, apparel. And he shows up to a sneaker con every year. Mm-hmm. And so he was in Anaheim earlier and he was saying, you know, he's, he's trying to get in, in the door in the U.S. because 2026 comes and who, who knows, like it, there's going to be a, a, a even bigger shift than what we've seen. So, yeah, um, it's interesting to see for sure. And, and you know, things like that where it's like events with cultural significance like complex con or sneaker con or, or, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Now we have footy con um, mm-hmm. that, that was going on in, in Miami. Oh, um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, I feel like that's going to grow and eventually come out to L.A. And like, I think we need that. Right. I yeah, think we do. Yeah, I think we yeah. have a lot of small business, big businesses, just people doing things for the culture of footy to mm-hmm. grow it. And like you said, that's going to, you know, um, blend into what will come in 2026. Yeah. A lot of creators as well, especially most of them are in New York, but there's a lot. There's, yeah. there's a few that LA, have a LA big... Big space in that influencers, sports, uh, soccer influence, um, and they all they are based from here. Eli is one of them. Um, yep. Soccer hub, like uh, yeah, LA soccer hub. LA Geo. soccer hub. Yeah, so we, we have a lot of creators on Cabra this side. Sports, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Cabra, Cabra sports. Yeah, a lot of creators here that um, definitely come out. Most likely going to see is there. Even yeah. us, we'll, um, we'll put us in that space as well. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and then you see like it's it's a mix of. Like even like the quote unquote big influencers, you see a lot of them are getting into golf and a lot of them are getting into soccer. Mm-hmm. So like those are the two sports, that especially that we're doing both, and we're doing both <laughs> uh, at at you know different levels, different at varying levels. levels. You know, some days it's really good, some days you know, yeah. you know, not but, so good. But, but look, I've gotten better at it. Four, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, before before Julio was just like 
<laughs> you're just you're just be looking over nervously like oh please don't hit him please don't hit him please don't hit him <laughs> um but I yeah i mean we're getting in on the etiquette yeah 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 yeah. we'll get you we'll get yeah. bridget on the con but on i'm the, sick of course, you know i'm sick of waiting for a world cup to feel the culture of yeah, footy yeah yeah i don't think that we're there anymore like i think that because like when i think about it like one of the biggest core memories for me was um, when was it that the World Cup was out here? Not out here, but ninety um, four. No, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> I was barely born. Yeah. <laughs> I felt it that that year. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There was um, what was it like twenty? Um, I can't remember. What was the event? Like, hold on. It was no the World Cup. It okay. was like twenty something. Okay, 2018. 2010. Two, two thousand ten, two thousand fourteen, or two thousand eighteen. We had the Copa America here, the Centenario. No, no, no. But I it was wasn't. And it was the World, World Cup. Cup. It was just so the World Cup. So twenty ten was in uh, South Africa. Twenty fourteen was Brazil. And it might have been the twenty fourteen World Cup because there was a lot of parties. No, going no, no. Twenty ten. The twenty ten. Twenty ten. You'd have been in. Oh no, no. Grade. The twenty fourteen because I was in college. Yeah. So yeah. twenty fourteen World Cup. Yeah. That one, I remember, like, when I was out here in um, on summer break, like, I felt like there was a lot of, like, small pop-ups for the World Cup. Mm, yeah. And I enjoyed it, and I had the time of my life, and I was going to these events by myself, but I enjoyed it, and I, it was, like, a core memory for me. And I feel like now we're at a place where, like, we can have that continuously. Like, right. we don't have to wait for something big to come yeah. to feel that excitement, to have those conventions or to have those events. Yeah, but definitely. And, and now with, with Copa America coming to the U.S. In, uh, next summer, that's going to be something that I think could, like Julio's mentioned this multiple times, that could kickstart a lot of the, you know, the dominoes that are going to eventually culminate with 2026. Mm -hmm. um, and going into the, 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 the Copa America, we just qualified um mm -hmm. the u.s men's national team um last night it right. wasn't a convincing oh, it wasn't the God. best yeah. it wasn't the qualification. best but, but we're in um <laughs> Serginho does get it together it was yeah. like that type of thing where it's like you get in trouble in school but they still let you you know somehow you walk across <laughs> the stage right that, somehow, yeah, yeah one of yeah. those, one of those moments where it's just like you could still go to lunch, but what you did was in the yeah. first five minutes of that talk, you're just like, oh. And then you walk off with, a, with kind of smiling. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you can't let them see that I'm you're still smiling. Still out here though. But yeah, yeah. When your pops so, tell you, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Right. So, so, uh, two legs against uh, Trinidad and Tobago in the Concacaf Nations League uh, quarterfinals, and so with the eight teams remaining, uh, the top. Uh, six of those six of those teams are gonna uh qualify for copa america so it's gonna be the four uh teams that advance and then two out of the four teams that lose are gonna play head to head so trinidad and tobago very much still in mm -hmm. copa america um i don't know if it's gonna happen for them but um you know three zero win the first game it was not a convincing three three zero win as as the score would would show um you know the the stats were very heavy heavily biased for the u.s's favor but we didn't score first goal till like the 82nd 83rd minute and, and then three. you know and then the, the three three came in and game. then um game two you're going to trinidad and tobago you don't need a, a result like you did uh five years time. ago mm -hmm. um in 2017 where obviously you know we it was things didn't go well um but I think like 39 minutes in or 35 minutes in, Serginho Dest with a, just a really bizarre double yellow uh, like tantrum, basically. It's a frustration out of his part. Like, but as a player of his caliber, how important he is to this to this uh, project going forward. 
there's no reason for him to act that way especially kicking the ball in the air something yeah. something yeah. i did it I, I did it in middle school but not. right you get chewed out for <laughs> yeah, that when yeah. you're 11 years old it's and you okay. do that it's yeah. just like a, a bizarre thing to see in the pro sports space because you you know like that's just such an inconvenience and also not okay at all right like it's, you learn you get those out in like middle school maybe high school i'm sure like i highly doubt it. Yeah, my college you should know now but like, yeah don't don't get me wrong and like i haven't cursed out a ref in my time right but, like, but that's you, the first act you do yeah like honestly like that's usually you say that towards the end like it was a bad game we lost it was a lot of questionable calls from the ref right and then you do express your frustration sometimes it's not okay but it happens yeah but to do it like 26 30 something it was, i think it was 26 minutes if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah okay uh 26 minutes in it's crazy and then your teammates are trying to have your back and yeah. trying to be your brothers and get you out get you out of that space and on the way out you're basically cursing all of them out like, right like they did something wrong. Yeah, right? yeah. Matt Turner had to shove him off the yeah. field. Like, I mean, it was a terrible look. And, and Reem, like, what, what a great to, captain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, basically said, um, there, there, there's no, there's no, there's no sp- uh, space in soccer, especially in the U.S. soccer, for that. Um, he let down his brothers, especially his brothers, in yeah. the field. And uh, just to, it, like, just to reinstate, like, he's one of the important pieces of this team. There's, th- yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people saying he shouldn't come to the next window, and I highly agree. There's no reason, like, there has to be some punishment yeah. for his behavior. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a fair punishment. I don't know if they will take that um, uh, to that extreme, but just to reiterate what you're saying, how big, how important he is to this team, uh, he, he had an assist earlier. He assisted the first goal, and then he, had, he got sent off in a red card. He was the first player to do that since he did it. <laughs> like, he, just, he, he, he yeah. broke his own record. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, oh, we can't be mad now, right? I mean, so like he's obviously very talented. Um, you know, he's played at you know some major clubs. Not always, he didn't always have the the most consistent minutes, or he didn't show himself the best. But with PSV, he's back back in his Good home graces, country, yeah. you know, and he's been playing much better. He's he's looked you know himself. And he's been going a lot of up and downs. Barcelona basically yeah. did mess with his confidence just because yeah. um, one week they love him, the next week they don't want him in the club. Right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, I mean, as, as a wing back, his defending isn't, isn't, the great, isn't the greatest. He's very dynamic. He's a dynamic playmaker. You know, he can, he can do things very – and we've seen the goals that he's scored. I mean, he scored some bangers for, for the Co- U.S. Costa Rica, I believe, like uh, left-footed shot. It was yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. So a lot of talent there, but we'd like to see more consistent. I think that's just a – microcosm for the entire u.s men's national team because we've been i mean basically since we started this podcast that's what we've been saying Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of talent here but when are we going to put it all together when are we going to be consistent haven't really seen it i mean they had the great great win against ghana you know not they didn't look good against germany um you know middling they looked fine whatever they got the job done against uh trinidad and tobago but now it's uh, nations league uh, semifinals and they're going to play the, the final or the third place game and then everyone's going to be looking ahead to, to Copa America. Um, so, I mean, where where do you guys see the U.S. and how they shape up against these South American teams in, in CONMEBOL? I think kind of like what you said, like we, we're seeing a lot of like the the ugliness of the team come out since the beginning of this year, like a little bit of yeah. last year going into this yeah. year. Um I think if you have to let it out this year, let it out all in 2023 (laughs) and leave it here because next year and then the years to come are going to be a testament to who they are as a team 
leading into the World Cup. And I think that they have a lot to show for themselves because people are questioning this USA team, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like the men's team. Um, as far as what comparisons they have between the South American teams, they have, I mean, I think that that should say it all, right? Like they have to be questioning themselves on that. Like they have to reflect on what they're going to go up against, knowing that they made it into um, the semifinals for the, um, what is it, the Nations League? Yeah. It's like, are they Big reflecting deal. on that? You know, yeah, we have, we have quote unquote, bigger fish to fry with these teams in South America. Um, I mean, obviously, Brazil and Argentina are the two giants. Yeah. But don't then. They, they don't have a culture yet. Just was the reason that who's actually the that We've talked about this before in this podcast. Who's the leader of that team? We could, you, you could argue Pelusas. You could argue uh, 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 Tim Weah or uh, McKinney. Like, you yeah. can argue all these. But who's really this leader? Um, who's a person that, that, that people look into, like, for them to, like, hold them accountable? I feel like every, they, they all came up at the wrong same time. They're all young. So they got to find that person to be that Michael Jordan, that Kobe Bryant that right. is going to be in the locker room um, mm -hmm. and, um, and just basically hold everybody accountable because I think they're just being too buddy-buddy and, like, they all think they're stars, but they gotta get, they're going to get a reality check once they go to South America yeah. mm -hmm. and the Paraguay or Chile just mm -hmm. knocks them out 4-0. Right. So, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, people are talking about top three finish at the, you know, Copa, uh, Copa America. When, I mean, Uruguay is stacked. You, you, I mean, even, even like Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, you know, they're, those are no slouch teams. Like those, you, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know there's, if there's any, like Mexico and Canada are the two teams that they play consistently that, mm -hmm. you know, give them mm -hmm. that challenge. You know, you can throw Jamaica in there too, but none of those teams really stand up to uh, a, a Uruguay or even a, a, an Ecuador who have multiple players playing consistent minutes in the, in the Premier League. Um, so what what would be like a realistic expectation for us? What is the where's the bar set? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, it's it's Brazil, it's or it's Argentina, it's Brazil, and then it's us, mm. um, <laughs> which I don't think is very realistic. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cap. I think if they if they get it all together, they could get to a semifinal. Um, if they win, a That's semifinal. best case scenario. Yeah, best though. case scenario. But to be honest, I, uh, dang. It, it, it's going to be hard for them just because of the simple reason that they, they are used to playing like uh, El Salvador, uh, Guatemala, right, Honduras, right. like a lot of physical teams, but they're not as skilled. Like now, you, now you go to South America and you're getting hit as much as you're getting hit in Central America, mm -hmm. but with way more dynamic players. Mm -hmm. And usually when they go to Honduras, they go to El Salvador, they struggle because um, they don't want to get hit. But now you're, you're, you're going to get hit and, you, and like, but that same team that can hit you can counterattack you with two touches and score right. a goal on you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. If their mentality is not correct, yeah. I don't think they're even going to get out the group stage. I think they need to, I think they need to understand like Argentina and Brazil are up here and like there's possibilities that you can get there, but you have to focus on like the, the what is it called when you like the underrated teams, mm. you know, like obviously Argentina and Brazil are big names, but it's like, like you said, like, um, Uruguay is stacked, and yeah. that's a team that could potentially take them out. Um, it could be Chile, it could be Colombia. I think that they just have to recognize like what they're dealing with, like yeah. not just two teams, but like that whole all Every the teams team. that are there. Even Ecuador, Ecuador is having like they're their, gold, their golden yeah. era of mm -hmm. soccer right now. Mm -hmm. e Ecuador gave Netherlands um, fits in, in in the World Cup, yeah, like so. you know, like um, it's it's gonna be 
every single game is going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be like the, the Nations League where it's like you can sleepwalk into a 3-0 victory against uh, Trinidad yeah. or, you know, like you can just wait for and play till you know, fall asleep in the first 45 minutes, maybe make something happen. No, it's it's zero to 90. You are playing full intensity. There's no slouch. There's no like you can't take any seconds off. And I think that's something that this team has, has definitely struggled to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see it because there's all this talk about, you know, playing quality opponents. And in CONCACAF, maybe that's, that's difficult to do consistently. So I'm excited to see because now, I mean, they're young, but like, how young are they? Like, it's yeah. starting to get to a point yeah, where it's like, yeah, it's, it's go time now. Like, they're starting to get into their mid-20s, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, the beginning of their primes. And they don't have that excuse of, oh, this team is, is young anymore. The future is, is starting now. to become now, yeah. you know? That's so. what I'm saying. Next year, next yeah. year they're going to have to walk the talk and yeah. bring it on because what we see in the next couple of years is what we're expecting to see in the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah. it could be great or it could be just, like, hopeless. Mm. And, like, I haven't seen so much hype on a U.S. team since that uh, – 2012 Confederations Cup where uh, right. U.S. beat Spain in right. that first game. Right. Altidore had some good goals. Yeah. Um, so th there's a lot of expectations, especially with this team, especially with the quality of players, like all of them playing in Europe, all of them getting quality minutes in Europe, all these teams being like the top teams of their league. So if they don't figure it out soon, they're going to get a rude awakening. And you don't want to see like, because I'll bring their confidence now. You don't want to see a 4-0 to like right. a pot of Y. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and to, to go back on the, the intensity, like the intensity that South American teams play with is on another level than what we're probably used to. Because, I mean, we're seeing today even the Brazil-Argentina. Like, <laughs> the, the oh, my God. Like, that was That's crazy. And that wasn't even the players. That was just the fans. It was the fans. The and then the players. The and players, the players too. And then well, the yeah, they feed off that energy. Yeah, yeah. Debo yeah. got but in and was like, you ain't about to do can that, Can you imagine bro? Like, the USA? They cannot take those hits. They'll cry. Yeah, it's like who, like who's <laughs> cry? Right. I, yeah. I mean, like Concacaf has. There's definitely a, a greediness to Concacaf where you're playing in hostile environments, like, um, like you know Honduras. Like a lot of the 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 national team players that we've had here say it's it's no joke playing mm -hmm. there because of the stadium intensity, the the pitch environment, like everything like that. But this is a different level where even though we're going to be playing on our home turf in the U.S. Um, the the actual game being played by the players, not the fan environment, is going to be played at another level too. And yeah. this is the Copa America. This is ha actually has history. Whereas you know something like the Gold Cup, which is a prestigious tournament, we're sending out our, our B team too. Like, yeah, definitely. you know what I mean. That would be unheard of in in South America. Like yeah. no South American team is going to send uh, you know a subpar roster to a Copa America. You so, take a day off and you're getting smacked. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and maybe they have the depth to where they're quote unquote. You know, B roster might actually be a, an A roster too. So, um, yeah, this is you know, it's going to open up in Atlanta. The the venues were announced, and it's going to close out in Miami. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, you know, the new yeah. stadium has to be built by then. The yeah. Miami stadium, right? And actual, or uh, it might be Hard Rock. I think it might oh. be. It might be. Hard I'm not Rock. sure. I'm not sure um, because it's not. It can't be Drive Pink, the the stadium that they're currently at, because that's still a temporary stadium. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's going to be at the Hard Rock Stadium, which is like where the Dolphins play. Um, so we'll see. And um, we'll, I, I'm excited to see the 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 traveling of the fans too, because I, I want there to be, um, even though it's going to be in the U.S., I want there to be like a you know. Um, a hostile environment. I was just about to say that. I wonder yeah. what the fan experience is going to look like or the fan base is going to look like because like what we saw happen with Argentina and Brazil, 
Like, what are the chances that, I mean, I wouldn't want it to happen because it's yeah. violent, but like, would it be possible that we see that kind of intensity out that, here? That's never, that's never, like, you know, the malice at the palace is the only thing that I can that's see crazy. where I could come, like, because there's like cops like beating the crap out of but, fans you know, with like their batons. Like, it was the second yeah. time it happened in the last under two months. Yeah. For the, yeah. For the Boca yeah. Juniors, Fluminense, I final, there was uh, Argentinian fans in the beach, like right there in Brazil, celebrating, like just having a good time. And you can see just cops just coming in, pepper spraying and whooping their butt. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and like now, like it came back, like the frustration still carrying over from that game and they come again. And then of course the fans are gonna get into it. They should have, they should have done a better job of splitting them up. But the cops can't come in there and just start beating people randomly. Yeah, it's wild. It's that so wild. messed up, The fact yo. that they can do that is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Messi. He was like, no, we're out. Yeah. We're walking out the field and like, yeah. so y'all figure this out. We're walking out the field. Yeah. And then, and then the game actually started and then it was just more <laughs> wild. Like I saw this tweet here. I'm going to pull it up right now. Through the first 24 minutes played, there were 14 fouls committed, 11 by Brazil, three by Argentina, and there were zero shots on target. So <laughs> they weren't there to play. Yeah. They were there to fight. <laughs> yeah, that's like an MMA. That's they were throwing MMA hands. Match. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and Argentina won. So like, yeah. that's the second time they beat him in the Maracanã. Like, yeah. Damn. Like, yeah. well, like, the other one was like the World Cup when they beat him. Like they beat him prior to that. I can't right. believe that they let the game go on after having Oof. such violence on. That's in just the, another day, you know. Like, they're just like, let's continue. Yeah. Okay. That was. <laughs> Where were know, we? Yeah. We, I mean, we should have kind of expected that. All right, but I mean, you guys can play. Go, That's go ahead. Wild. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's wild. South America's crazy. Mm mm. It's it's another it's another world. They don't they don't play around with. No, they don't. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of, um, you know, some. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. South America um, um, and Miami. I don't know. I'm trying to make this segue. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's going. Uh, I, I, I'm following. Yeah. So Miami. Um, Take us there. Enter Miami and their South American um, talisman, um, <laughs> Lionel Messi, Boom. announced that they are going to uh, Saudi Arabia to play in a quote-unquote last dance battle between Messi and Ronaldo. Um, Luis Suarez is showing Miami too. So it's yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But um, <laughs> I don't know if I quite landed the plane on that, but, you know, we're just going to pretend that I did. We're but, here. Yeah, what, what, what do you guys think of the uh, – like, is this, is this like a – too little, too late, or like, are people gonna watch this? Is, is this it gonna be a spectacle? This year? Um, I don't, I, I don't know exactly when it's gonna happen, but but Inter Miami is they're they're doing a bunch of friendlies. Like we've seen them already do it. They just played against New York. Yeah, FC, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they lost. Yeah. Um. So they're doing a lot of they're they're milking the whole messy thing, which you know, kudos oh, one hundred percent. Um. Yeah. But like, are people gonna watch a you know? past their prime like this is kind of this kind of reminds me of like the the mayweather pacquiao fight where you know granted we've seen messi and ronaldo go at it while they're in their prime but like now i don't know if people are gonna like pay attention because honestly i couldn't care less about what's going on in saudi arabia with that with that soccer league um but are you guys gonna tune in is this is this make a uh 
mark they're on your guys' radar. They're traveling out there. They're going to go to Saudi Arabia. We'd have to find the channel. I don't know. <laughs> where do we, where yeah. do we watch we gotta this? We got to get Fubo or, or something, <laughs> you know? Fubo better, yeah. Fubo better fuck, uh, fuck us up or yeah. something. Like, where are we supposed to watch this? I don't watch any Saudi Arabia soccer yeah. league games. So. I think I'll watch it because that's the barbershop talk right now. Right. Like, you go to, like, any middle school, elementary school, these kids are basically... They're still... Yeah, they're, Messi or Ronaldo, right, like... Yeah. Yeah. And like every barbershop talk is basically who's the best one. We had Nathan. He said uh, he played against Messi, but he's a Ronaldo fan. Like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I will believe the younger generation will be more inclined to go for Messi than Ronaldo, just because uh, Messi still look, we just won the World and, Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'll watch just to, just because just to add to that conversation. Who's the goat? Yeah, yeah. of course I, I I would want to tune in. Um, obviously, just figure out where, and then also. Just going back to the, it's just like a classic rivalry that we want to see. It's just going to be interesting. Like, I'm going to, I'm not, it's not just going to be like, what is this Cristiano Ronaldo thing? It's just like, what does the Saudi league look like? What do the teams look like? How do they play together? It'll be an opportunity to catch a game with them playing in it yeah. and just see what they're all about. Yeah, to, to go back to, to Julio's point, though, the, the relevance that Messi and Ronaldo have with kids, because we we've done you know a bunch of youth clinics over the last mm-hmm. like three months, mm-hmm. and the amount of kids like it's Ronaldo and Messi still. It's not yeah. it's not Mbappe. It's not Holland. It's not you know Jude Bellingham. Like you still hear kids you know mentioning these guys, but for the most part, like you know the the goal celebrations, we'll we'll see practice goals. Sue. It's still Sue, or mm-hmm. they're doing the Messi, you know, like pointing to his back or pointing to the sky, mm-hmm. like. It's it's wild because mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll try to hype the kids up. It's like oh if you like Messi like make noise if you like Ronaldo make noise and then if you like Mbappe make noise the, the noise is like <laughs> it's like you know like crickets yeah. um, when it's when it's not Messi or Ronaldo yeah. so um, that's they're still you, very that's like, how you know you're you're the goat yeah like, it doesn't yeah. matter like at that point at that level it's not about who's better than, who's you know <coughs> more relevant to the other it's just like they're both relevant to the same you know group of yeah. of people and generations and i think their legacy will forever and always be a thing right i mean it, it kind of goes back to the uh, i mean to, to to switch sports and to kind of make an analogy to to basketball um it's like i remember like when i was a kid i was seven years old when jordan came back to the wizards mm-hmm. it's it wasn't you know like no one was i mean people still loved michael jordan and they, you know they knew who he was but it wasn't like that's the number one player that I need to like watch out for. Like mm-hmm. we were still, I mean, I guess being in LA, it was it was Kobe and it was it was Shaq. Kobe dropped and, forty on his old dad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but like Michael Jordan didn't have that like pull where it was like you know who's your favorite player, and you go to like ten kids, probably eight of them are gonna say Messi or Ronaldo today. Right. Yeah. Whereas you know who's your favorite basketball player in two thousand three you were going to get, I think, a multitude of, of answers, or 2002, whenever um, Jordan came back. Uh, I think it was actually 01 and 02, the years that he played. But um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get Michael Jordan mm-hmm. for a lot of those answers because he had been retired for, for some years, obviously. But um, it's, it's interesting to see that they're still extremely rele- relevant with kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're, we're talking like six, seven, eight-year-olds that are – enamored with these guys when you know they might not have even been alive to to see, see their, their peaks yeah. Yeah, their yeah. peaks yeah yeah that's true so some of these kids are now what 21 they, they were born 2010 <laughs> no, like, no 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 no, no I'm sorry, 2000, sorry. 2000 2000 yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> ooh boy math ooh yeah boy math retire retire yeah yeah like it's crazy like 
2000. But no, they, they would have been alive because their prime was... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they're still, you know, like t through 2017, I think, when Ronaldo went to Juventus, what was that, 2017, yeah. 2018? Yeah. Around then. Um, I think that, that was, was, like, you know, the, kind of the, 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 the He had a couple of ni nice moments with, mm -hmm. with Juve. But um, still, like, I mean, you could still say Messi's in his prime. He won a Ballon d'Or, you know? Like, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But um, it, I think that, yeah, that there's very few instances where we'll see we'll but see it's something. crazy how like some of these players are like playing uh to the older age that you wouldn't see um there's two brazilian defenders i'm sorry uh, pepe being one even though he's portuguese like i'm saying like people are playing up to their 40 at high level still right yeah um messi still playing like uh, he's 35 going to 36 yeah or he might have turned 36 already yeah um still playing at a high level back then like Mor moradona already had retired by this time right um, right. right. The, longevity, the longevity is. Yeah, Ronaldinho was down by 32, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo Fenomeno, due to the knee injuries and right. him like gaining a little weight, but like he was out by 33, 32 as well. So mm -hmm. yeah. for them to still be relevant at 36, at 38, yeah. and like carry as much weight is crazy. Even LeBron James, 40 years. Dude, LeBron, what LeBron's doing is yeah. insane. It's crazy. He's playing against He's 21 wild, years bro. old. And like they, they were not even like yeah, barely yeah. born when he got drafted. When they he's got drafted, the king, yeah. The fact that like there's a there's a possibility that he's gonna end up playing with his son in the yeah. league is insane. Yeah, yeah. You, you've seen that in baseball, but baseball you can play till you're forty. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the, the Griffies. Yeah. yeah, but I mean to do it in basketball is is is. Nuts. I feel like he's gonna try to make that. The the tech. Yeah, the technology, the, the, the science, the steroids, <laughs> and also like. Maradona's a wild boy, you know. Oh, yeah. Ronaldinho was oh, a wild yeah. boy, you yeah. know. Um, no, <laughs> like, no, he had, he, he had. They were no outside, rules. outside. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he coked was, out some of these games. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was doing it like in the game. Yeah. Like you hey, seen? Is he that was doing real? Like, like, seen, he was doing key bumps out, like yeah. in the middle of the uh, game. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. I'm like, damn. Like, is that real? though? We can neither confirm nor deny, but there's, there's a higher chances of it being true. Yeah, yeah. They had a Maradona song about him being outside. Damn. Like that's. rumbiando. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was literally li living the Sunday league every yeah, day, <laughs> playing, playing at the highest level. level. Yeah, at the highest level. Yeah, he. Was, he he he, uh, he was the dream. He was the dream. He's the one that created the Sunday league. Sunday the league exists because of him. The unrealistic expectation right. of bro, if like, he could do it, he could I could do, do it. it. I could <laughs> <laughs> Why not me too? <laughs> he said, "I could have been greater if I never." Found coke, like yeah. What a quote! <laughs> That's crazy. What a quote, dude. The, 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 and they had like the he was playing in like that FIFA like say no to drugs. Yeah, <laughs> jersey. It said drug free on it. Like, come on, like wow, he's who's buying that? Drugs are free, bro. The drugs are free. He buy nothing, uh, bro. His jaw was like clenching, like while he was taking that picture, yeah. bro. Like, but the uh, crazy part is like the, the Italian mafia hooked him. As a documentary, he was like, he got really cool yeah. with the Italian mafia. Right. I mean, he was like, playing in Napoli. They were giving free, they were giving free coke after games. He was like, Yo. "What's yeah. up, perrito?" And then like, "That's oh, insane." <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a that's different insane. time. All right, Pimo Maradona. Yeah, he's. I mean, legend. He's yeah, a legend. A legend. And for all reasons. For all. Yeah, reasons. he was outside. Um, yeah. yeah, but any final thoughts? Any, uh, I would just say I think that just as much as the legacy continues and is still relevant with like Cristiano and Messi, I also feel like there's similarities to that there's truth to that behind real madrid and barca mm. i feel like i mm. thought that once ronaldo would left madrid and, and messi left barca i thought they weren't going to be the teams but they still are i feel like yeah. people still hold on to that the classico still like 
you know, like very much um, a, to- a high topic of yeah. conversation. And the and kids like are all like a lot of a lot of the kids that I've like encountered or have seen or like the first jerseys that, that pop out are like Madrid and Barca right. jerseys. Yeah, they existed before the players, and they're going to exist after them. They're still the two biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. Um, and I mean Barcelona's in a financial ruin, but. Uh, that's that has nothing to do with Messi. <laughs> Real Madrid got Bellingham and they balling, but they all uh, injured right now. Yeah. Yeah. All, everybody's injured right hey, now. Hey, shout out to Bellingham. I'm not a Madrid fan, but shout out to Bellingham. But you'll switch sides for him. No, I'm not gonna switch sides, but he can show up. He can come to he your can side. He can have a guest pass. <laughs> he can be at your side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can switch your side sometimes around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see a game or two. <laughs> for him. She'll flip for him. Yeah, she'll flip for him. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> side to side, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, but I think this is a wild place to, to wrap up on. Um, Already? Yeah. I mean, we got to talk about MLS playoffs. MLS playoffs. What? What are we? We're recording this on a Tuesday. We're not going to. No games are going to happen <laughs> by the time. Like we're going to talk. We're going to talk. Who's, who's going to win? Uh, uh, Barca. Pl- I mean, oh, <laughs> Barca. LAC plays against Seattle on on Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. I know. We can't talk about that game because oh, it's going to be over by the time we, this comes out. What's your, what's your predicted score for that game? No comment. Yeah. I will just leave it at that. I'm not trying to jinx anything. So somebody's going to win. Yeah. Somebody's going to win. One, let's yeah. wrap it up. The team that scores more goals will win. Um, for real? So yeah, to oh, me. Shit. I mean, whoever outscores. <laughs> Whoever scores the most goals, I think, is going to win that game. So it's going to be close. <laughs> nah. If you don't score, you lose. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. A, it's a make or miss. And you could take this advice or you could leave it, but that's right. where we're, yeah. we're dropping dimes here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but this has been the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life part of the Believe Network. Uh, I am Ramsey Abushala for Julio Matarosa and Bridget Flores. Keep it tapped in. We got some some upcoming special guests coming coming by the show um, in the next few weeks. But uh, until then, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.